0: Hi, hi! Wow, this this feels brand new, but familiar. Ooh, I like that. Mm -hmm. That That's very poetic. (laughs) Hi, welcome
1: to Crypto (laughs) Semesters.
0: Happy New Year, bitches! We're back.
1: Yeah, it took us a long time, but we're back and better than ever.
0: Definitely better than ever. Like, sorry about eating in your ear. We have definitely evolved into the the next form of Pokemon. Yes. (gasps) what's that's, our what's our next form um i actually bothered to groom myself so that's i think the next form like i clean up nicely like they say
1: well i mean i did like brush my teeth and wash my face at a girl my hair is not happening today
0: nah yo look cute girl don't even trip <laughs> 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 anyway hi guys how y'all yeah. doing
1: excuse our craziness we haven't seen each other in a while we just exchanged christmas gifts it is
0: the 21st of january today that is how bonkers <laughs> it's been dude like life it just gets to you mm, and it says i don't give a fast i don't give a fuck what you're doing absolutely not you just stop right there yeah and we had to unfortunately so. for a while so we're but, finally here but we're here <laughs> we're queer get used to it that's right i'm just saying yeah so we're actually leaving to seattle in a couple days yeah
1: oh that's right uh-huh
0: uh-huh so at the time of recording we are due to leave on thursday morning
1: that is when this episode will drop Boom. so you could listen to it on the plane i know
0: <laughs> i be like "Ooh, i wonder how it sound like on the podcast <laughs> and then i'll be sharing it with random people on the plane but like listen to this shit um we're so new that
1: i still listen to every single one we put out to make sure it's like correct on apple music or whatever on
0: apple i i i tune in just enough to make sure mm-hmm. that there hasn't been any issues with it <laughs> like i'll like i'll listen to you a little bit skip forward a little bit skip yes. forward a little bit just to kind of make sure sh- so there's still something i'm like i want to relive that moment so then i'll actually listen to the whole thing so because <laughs> it's all about me because sometimes we're goofy as shit oh uh, yeah uh we have to if we don't hype ourselves up here then then who
1: the hell's gonna hype us up? exactly,
0: exactly. <laughs> our significant others are like wouldn't even listen to you guys they
1: don't
0: that's kind of rude
1: it's so upsetting it's very rude but you know what i guess this this kind of podcast is not their cup of tea
0: they just don't give us a chance they hang out with us they should know by now that hey you know what
1: and that might be it they just hear us all the time so they're just like i'm over it
0: (laughs) i need a break from they have a live podcast (laughs) they're all we live the moments all the time with you please stop i don't you're probably talking again about fresno nightcrawler don't care you know by the way if this is your first time listening to us welcome hi how you doing good to meet I'm Manny, that's Sarah over there laughing, wondering what the hell's going on. Yeah, that's me. And we're just two friends that like to talk a bunch of shit and hang out and talk about everything cryptid, everything spooky, everything mystical, everything- Weird what, as fuck. WTF, like, you know <laughs> what I mean? Like, we just, our main mission of this podcast is to have you guys join our conversations like we would if we were just hanging out. Yes. So,
1: Whatever you want to drop in our comments and our yes. DMs, tell us, because we love having conversations with people about what we're talking about. Like, that's why we're talking about it.
0: And on top of that, too, if there's anything you'd like for us to talk about, be like, oh, you know, it'd be a good story if you guys talked about Bubba. Great. Cool. What's Bubba? Bubba can be anything. <laughs> it, can be, it can be bubbles. It can be, uh, you know, rotting corpses. It can be... Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, we're you know, we're, we, we are... Uh, Bubba is dark, y'all. <laughs> Bubba? Buh-
1: no not boba i hate boba like, <gasps> fun fact i know I'm, I'm a texture girly get out and that's nasty it's like so goopy and, ugh, what yeah. are you for real right now i fucking hate boba i'm so sorry <sighs> but it's so sad because their drinks are the best flavors ever. they're so
0: good but when you to be fair you can also order them without boba yeah so. i do
1: yeah.
0: yeah um but yeah see we talk about shit like this, um, or things like you know. For example, one of my all-time favorite cryptids, the Fresno Nightcrawler. Yes. You know, we can talk about those type of cryptos like that, or some that are less known. You like know, creepy murders, creepy murders. Mm-hmm. You know, all the things, all the yeah. wonderful things that you sit and talk to your friends about, and everyone stares at you all weird because you're like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" You know, it's like, <laughs> "What? You didn't hear about that murder?" Uh, you know, uh, we all heard about the murder. Oh, absolutely. So that's what we do here. Fun thing that we do as well too is we don't tell each other in advance what we're recording. Oh yeah, it's a surprise every time. It's great, and and it's and it's even better when we're synchronized. And all of a sudden, you know, Sarah's covering. I'm like, well, wouldn't you know it? I'm kind of like talking something similar yeah. to that. I love when we also almost have a theme. I know, I know. One day we'll have a theme. One day we'll like just come together and yeah, we'll come together one day. This is it. it. But today's not that day. No, <laughs> because I still don't know what Sarah's doing. Yeah, she doesn't I mean, know what I'm doing. You
1: never know. It could be like we really like our matchy-matchy today, but not on purpose.
0: I know. which makes me wonder, I'm like, what is she what is she going to talk about today?
1: It's a secret. Oh, my God. I'm so excited.
0: <laughs> but before we jump into that, business real quick. Uh, there's this thing called Patreon. Have you heard of it?
1: Patreon. Have you heard of it? Yeah, but I want you to tell me about it.
0: So uh, we have one,
1: mm-hmm. and
0: uh, we would like for you to subscribe to it because uh, we any little bit of support from you would be greatly appreciated. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a $3 and a $5 tier there. Mostly what we do there is we re- we release the episodes early mm-hmm. on there, you know, so, you know, get a little bit of hookup there, like, hey, check me out. I am, you know, VIP status. Mm-hmm. Um, what we'll also do on occasion, too, is we'll release episodes exclusively through patreon so yeah. the general public won't know about it maybe we'll tell them about it later but then they'll be so far behind they'll be like instagram reels you know like they'll be months <laughs> no. behind um but that's okay because you know if you're paying for it you're on top of it you're fine you
1: know? and they are typically like they're not the same format as our mm. regular programming no and no. they're about really special fun things like sometimes we talk about spooky tours we took or I don't
0: know, like what vacations we went on where we did like really creepy stuff. Sometimes there'll even be certain topics that it's like, okay, I really want to talk about this. Mm-hmm. There's not enough information to make a full fledged episode out of it, yeah. But I still want to share it with you guys. So because, give you a little mini, yeah, because I went down a little rabbit hole. You know, like <laughs> those are the fun ones for me. You yeah, know what I, mean? I agree. Um, and and I feel like those are the ones that you get, you know, if you join our Patreon. Mm-hmm. So do it
1: and like special announcements and stuff
0: right right so. absolutely so like if you want to pause right now <laughs> and go to patreon slash cryptism yeah 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 and, and get it done through there won't hold it against you, yeah. you can you on right our back.
1: instagram you can look at our link tree and the link is on
0: there see there or you go. our tiktok see there you go see yeah. you, you have options we will we will you know uh, patiently sit here and wait for you like right now and go are we there yet
1: (laughs) okay so so once you've done that make sure you follow our instagram at cryptid mystic pod and the same for our tiktok cryptid mystic pod if you want to write to us and you have like a really long thing you want to say like a big story you can write to us at our email at cryptid and mystics podcast at gmail.com
0: so Yes. Um, you can, I think, also send audio files through there as well, too, yes. if you would like to for us to share your wonderful voice. We would have to do that. record
1: it on your phone. Send yeah. it our way. We could feature your voice if you would like, or we could retell your story. Just let us know.
0: Mm-hmm. And on top of that, too, uh, going back to the <coughs> Patreon thing, I forgot you also get a shout out, too, because, you know. Yes. We got yeah, it. We got it. Yeah. Depends
1: sh- what tier you are.
0: Yeah. You know, if you're, if you're $3. Like, yeah.
1: Yeah. And there's a, a three and a five. So I appreciate that. You know,
0: five ones like, yeah, I love you. Yeah. <laughs> Here it is.
1: And we are putting that money into good use that y'all give us every month. We are going to invest in something that will bring more and better content to you.
0: Wow. Look so at That's
1: that, coming soon. Look at
0: that reinvesting into the Hopefully project. Hopefully you'll see
1: here. that next month.
0: Hopefully. Uh, I believe my good friend Sarah. I'll
1: go first. I'm ready.
0: Ooh. <laughs> okay, listen. Sarah is a very confident person. This is why I love working with her so much. But there's something about the confidence being projected today.
1: I feel like I'm never confident, so
0: No 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 no. no. <laughs> we will not be doing any Sarah bashing in the show. No, thank you. No thank you. <laughs> we're we're about empowerment. <laughs> so there's something about the confidence today that I'm like, okay, all right. You know, what, Sarah, go for it. Okay, Do your well, thing. Don't like
1: hype me up too much. I don't want to like girl boss too close to the sun or whatever, but <laughs> look icarus.
0: Let's get it right. You are not Icarus. You're Sarah, first of all. Okay. And that's not a good name for you anyway, Icarus.
1: <laughs> yeah, because like my nickname would be Icky, and I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> that's my ick. <laughs> <laughs> my name would
0: be my nickname would be Icky. Ew! What if ew. that was your nickname? Hi, Icky. Oh. Ah. Mm, ah. Why are you oozing? <laughs> that not is oozing. gross. You're like pus filled.
1: That's sick. You're sick. <laughs> Am I? Yeah. It's twenty twenty four.
0: New year, new me. It's okay. All right, all right.
1: Okay. Um. Let's kick off this year right, and let's talk about the Conjuring House. Fuck. You know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Why did we start doing that by the way? Yeah.
1: <laughs> it sounds like when you drink like a drink on like a commercial, <sighs> like a big sip of Coke. And like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 <laughs> it, okay. I'm just going to deal with it. Yeah. I'm just going to survive it.
1: I can't wait for you to be scared. Okay.
0: It doesn't take much. Okay. You know that. <laughs> Go ahead. All
1: right, all right. All right. Go ahead and torment me. It's fine. So it's time to torment Manny. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I will say this one has hauntings that come from crime and horrible acts and accidents. So there are some content warnings for everyone here, but I'll let you know before we get to each thing. I'll try and keep it. You know, kosher. Just be ready. <laughs> so the real name of the Conjuring House is actually the Dexter Richardson House. I don't like that. Yeah, I didn't know it had like a name like of people. We'll just keep the Conjuring House. That's fine. It has a lot of names. So uh, <laughs> all right. after it was that, it was the Arnold House. And the locals used to call it the Old Arnold Estate. Hmm. And they now call it the Old Brook Farm because the Arnold family no longer owns it, obviously. It's located in Harrisville, Rhode Island. And the exact address is 1677 Round Top Road, Burrville, Rhode Island. And I've looked it up on a map, so I, I know this is
0: true. It's still there?
1: Yes. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. It's, oh, no way. It's an attraction. Oh. Mm. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah, we'll get into that.
0: I'm good. Thank you.
1: So, <laughs> history of it. It was actually made around 1736, and it is an authentic colonial
0: home. Isn't that nice? Mm -hmm. Imagine
1: the history that shit has. Mm -hmm. I'm sure it's perfectly peaceful there. Uh huh. You know, as we know, like the land there was taken from native people. So, what? What? Yeah, in this case, it was the Nipmuc people. So, there's definitely like native history there. And I'm sure it was really, really fucking traumatic. Uh, Yeah. So, that's the start of this place. That's wonderful. Yeah. Great. Let's go. (laughs) Not so fun fact my very first one Mm -hmm. the house was built before the trail of tears okay yeah so and the trail of tears like never came near it but that doesn't mean the political time for displacing native people was ignored like that was the climate yeah yeah yeah. at the time yeah yeah yeah. Yeah.
0: i mean that was obviously a massively atrocious action altogether yeah which (laughs) i wouldn't be surprised if there's other shit that happened uh, aside from that oh yeah
1: absolutely a hundred percent disgusting um, I actually didn't know how big the property was when I first started looking into it. I thought it was, like, a small house. Because, like, in the movie, it's, like, a two-story... It kind of looks like um like a Craftsman. Mm-hmm. This is older than that. So, Craftsman is, like, early 1900s. For them.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's, it's um, Sears Robux is what you're saying.
1: Yes, yeah, like a Sears Robux catalog fucking house. Fucking okay. um,
0: hell. It's older than that. <laughs> Great.
1: Yeah, so it turns out it's on 8.5 acres. Which is crazy. That explains the estate part. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Now that makes sense.
1: And it has a ton of open space. A brook actually runs through the back of it. Like through the acres. And that's why they called it that. Oh. And then like a fucking forest surrounds it. So it's not used land really. Cool.
0: Yeah. Because that's not creepy enough.
1: It's like it like basically surrounds the house. It's scary. No. You could look at it on the map and you're like no that's a dense ass forest. No. No thank
0: you. (laughs) I'm, I'm perfectly fine in my uh, concrete jungle that is California. That's exactly Thank right. <laughs> we have enough ghosts here. That's really. fine. That's truly. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: So it's actually close to the Massachusetts border as well. So it's like part of a, it was part of a larger plantation at some point. And we know like there was a ton of human suffering there as well. This house is so old that it precedes the Declaration of Independence by 40 years. And it's seen the likes of the Revolutionary War. The Civil War and the Salem Witch Trials. So this place has fucking history, history. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's fucking heavy. There. There's some
0: heavy ass shit right there. Yeah. God damn. <laughs> Forty years before the Declaration. Before of the, the Declaration
1: of Independence. God damn. Yeah. Fun wow. fact: the house was sold to its current owners in May 2022 for a cool one thousand five hundred. No, sorry, one million five hundred twenty-five thousand. It's listed as having no cooling and for heating it says oil and steam. Was what? What it a fucking engine? Like What?
0: what? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know, just use his oil lantern. <laughs> Here you go.
1: And steam? Was it just someone putting coal downstairs? Like what?
0: <laughs> well it saves me on dry cleaning so you know, that works out what the fuck that's so weird i would not pay 1.5 million for that sorry and but i'll be honest with you though that kind of surprises me at only 1.5 million
1: yeah but it's like you know it's way over
0: yonder it's in the country but, but yeah that's what i'm saying though. like the amount of space that yeah. you're working with for $1. $1. 1.5 million everything is so much cheaper over there well, I mean, who really wants to live there to be? And honest? it's haunted, yeah. So In mean, that part. <laughs> yeah. like, oh, 1.5 million, but you can't live there. Okay, great. Okay, great. <laughs> I got money to spare. It's fine.
1: <laughs> also, if you've seen the first Conjuring movie, it does look like that two-story farmhouse I talked about, um, but it's actually only a one-story home. So it's flat, and it's made entirely of wood on the outside. It's currently unpainted, so it's a natural color wood. It's very dark. Mm. The house is famous for the Perrin family living there. From 1970 to 1980, and being extremely haunted by the entities within the home. Mm -hmm. During that time, it was painted white and housed Carolyn Perrin, who found the house by accident while driving past it. Isn't that weird? Hold on. She was just driving around. She was like, well, that house is beautiful, and it was for sale.
0: What a coincidence.
1: What a coincidence.
0: Hmm. Let me just buy this random thing that
1: I just (laughs) happened to stumble upon. Yeah, I'm sure it wasn't $1.5 back in 1970.
0: They're all 25 cents. Yeah, I don't have any uh, information on that, but yeah. So, again, that just seems very, very creepy to me. Yes,
1: it's like it found her. Right. And I think she says that in their family book. Okay, no. It was upsetting. Okay, no. Yeah.
0: The fact that you can
1: recognize that and you still kind of went for it. Yeah. And they stayed there for 10 years. I always thought they were there for like a year or two.
0: I th- I think that makes it more unnerving, right? The fact that they were going through the shit.
1: That's what I'm saying. But she said it was like their family home.
0: No, I don't give a shit. What, what type <laughs> of home we're talking about here? Ten years is too many. Yeah. One year is too many. I know. Like, with the stuff they dealt with? Yeah. About six months is too many. Yeah. You know, just saying.
1: Um. So she lived there with her husband, Ron Perrin, and their five daughters. Hmm. Andrea, Nancy, Christine, Cindy, and April. Mm-hmm. Andrea Perrin wrote a book called House of Darkness, House of Light about the haunting they experienced and also helps run the house currently that's open to tours and investigations. She is the most vocal of the family to talk about what happened to them during their time there. A lot of them don't really want to talk about it. Well, I mean... I'm sure they were very traumatized. They were younger than her. So...
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Fun fact, in Rhode Island, you don't have to disclose if a house or a property is haunted. So nothing was mentioned at sale to the parents. However, when the man who sold the house to them handed over the keys, he told Ron Perrin, Leave the lights on at night. According to Andrea Perrin, who was twelve years old at the time. She like witnessed the man tell her dad that and she was like,
0: What? <laughs> but but why? Well why? And the, then they the, soon found out. The electric bill would be really expensive. <laughs> we can barely afford the house, let alone the bill. Like mm. what are you talking about? Sir? Sir, why are you leaving? Mm, mm, mm. why aren't you turning back you're in for a world of hurt honey Mm. (laughs) okay here's my thing dad why aren't you asking questions here yeah
1: he was just like thanks for the keys bye
0: it's all cool leave the lights on motel six (laughs) but why like like, is it so hard to just simply ask why maybe when you know when you're 12 you don't get all the details
1: you're just kind of like that was weird and walk away maybe that's what happened and he did ask but we don't know it doesn't seem like Ron Perrin was like, yeah, I really asked him questions. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't think so.
0: See, I don't like that. <laughs> I like that one bit. Come on, man.
1: Yeah. Okay, so here's a content warning for y'all. I'm going to state the accidents on the property, and they include some self-unaliving, some rape, some murder, and traumatic death. So if that not, that's not something you want to hear about right now. Maybe skip like 30 seconds to a minute. Okay. Go ahead. I found a quote from a book about the Arnold Estates that quotes andrea's book and adds to the statement eight generations of one extended family lived and died in that house prior to our arrival some of them never left the black book of burville the town's former public records book reveals that over the course of its existence the property had been host to two suicides by hanging one suicide by poison the rape and murder of 11-year-old Prudence Arnold by a farmhand. Okay. Two drownings. And the passing of four men who froze to death. Separately. All separate incidents.
0: That's wonderful.
1: In addition to other tragic losses of, losses of life. Mm. So apparently, since the Arnolds owned it for so long, most of the deaths that occurred were when the Arnolds were there. And even the most famous of all the people that lived in the house and died there was technically an Arnold. She married into the family. Cool. You might be wondering why one woman was so famous of all the Arnolds, but she's actually the antagonist in the Conjuring film. Oh. Yeah, some things about her have been substantiated, others not so much. Um, Her name was Bathsheba Arnold. Does that ring a bell? Okay. (laughs) Before she married um, one of the Sherman family and became Bathsheba Sherman. So actually, she was sorry, she was an Arnold and then she married someone that was next door that used to be part of the property, but it's it got split off at some point Mm -hmm. so she's a sherman Mm. um now by marriage Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. the shermans lived next door on another farm and local folklore states that she had four children but all died as babies u.s census records cannot confirm this though however she lived during the 1800s so it's unlikely that these records were that accurate i guess
0: and plus two, I mean, it depends too, right? Because she gave birth to them and they died like really early on. Yeah. Or like and they never they were
1: stillborn. Right.
0: Like I mean, the they wouldn't re- They wouldn't record that right, at that time. Right. Yeah. Okay. So it
1: could be that. We don't know. Still
0: tragic either way.
1: Yeah. However, Bathsheba did have one child, Herbert L. Sherman, who lived to be an adult and married shortly before Bathsheba died as an old woman. You might be thinking perhaps poor Bathsheba was simply a victim of misogyny, and that could very well be true. There is a story that has been verified about her that does leave some doubt in my mind that she was an innocent person. It's kind of hard to say. Hmm. So another content warning. This is an upsetting, violent act committed against a baby. So if you don't want to hear it, hit that skip button again. 30 seconds to a minute. No one's going to get you. out of here. We don't judge you.
0: No judgment whatsoever. Go for it.
1: Okay. No. An infant mysteriously died in her care. It's not stated if this was her child or not, and this is when the townspeople started to get suspicious of her. They did think she was into witchcraft, but not much could be done as she went to court, and there was no definitive proof that she killed the baby. However, the infant was examined and determined to have died from having a needle penetrate the head from the bottom of the skull up into the brain. (sighs) Ooh, it left a small cylindrical hole the size of a large sewing needle. The townspeople claimed she sacrificed the baby for a ritual to Satan, but she denied this, and there wasn't any proof to convict her. However, that remains the way the baby died
0: under her care. That is valid I mean, truth. that's a fact. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, everything else is speculation, I'm sure, but...
1: Like, how did that happen? Uh,
0: yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, I-, I mean... Like, either she did it or someone else did. Or some massive freak accident, which I highly doubt. I highly <laughs> so doubt so
1: pinpointed in the oh, underneath I, the skull. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, that's my no. point. Like, a, like, I mean, to 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 come off saying like, oh, you know, it's a ritual, like a satanic ritual. I don't whatever. think it's and a like, ritual. It, like, everyone calm the fuck down. All right, we, we don't know that part. But was she a fucking right? baby killer? I don't know. She could have just wanted to kill someone, right? Ooh,
1: like that's so. Oh, uh, it's so gross. It grosses me out.
0: And just a. Uh. Okay, we're not going to think of it. Yeah, I'm not going to think gonna about keep, it. We're gonna just going to keep, gonna about about gonna that keep that.
1: moving on. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so my next fun fact. <laughs> Andrea Perrin claims that she has communicated with Bathsheba via spirit box and other spiritual means and says that Bathsheba is a not a dark spirit. She may not have been super ni- a super nice lady when she was alive, but she wasn't a witch, didn't kill any babies, and lived a hard life. She says Lorraine Warren walked in and claimed it was Bathsheba causing problems, but it never was. So she was not on Andrea and her family. Mm-hmm. Didn't really agree
0: with the Warrens at all. Huh. So it's believed that she's still there. like mm-hmm. she, Her like, spirit is there. Huh. Well, I mean, if she did what she did, I mean, it's almost like a uh, eternal punishment for that. Kind you know of. I mean? like, but she's saying Bathsheba's spirit said, I didn't kill a baby. Girl, bye.
1: Oh, that's what I'm saying. Like, if, she, okay, if she didn't kill a baby, then someone did and She's covering for them. Uh, yeah. Because that's a really specific
0: way to kill somebody. It's not an accident. Huh. Hmm. Underneath. Yeah, sure. You know. <laughs> accidents happen, guys. Uh-huh. Oh, whoopsie doodle. Yeah. A baby, like an infant, tripped In- and fell
1: with their back on a needle.
0: Infant child died. Whoopsie daisies. Sorry. I just, yeah, I can't believe it. I'm sorry. Girl, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> You killed the baby. Get over it. You
1: fucking did it. Own it. <laughs> so that leaves us with the question, if it wasn't Bathsheba, who the fuck was it, right? It was a devil. Well, Andrea says that there was a time where the spirit that was torturing her mother once said, It was, mistress, once before you came, and mistress here will be anon. She said it sounded Scottish, and it used language that was out of favor long before the 1800s, when Bathsheba was around the property. Out of favor.
0: All, we don't we don't we don't speak we don't that way here. That. <laughs> no, we don't speak that way here. Stop.
1: Andrea speculates that it was the spirit of Mrs. Arnold, who may have considered herself the mistress of the house. She says a local man who was considered an amateur historian when they lived there told them that Mrs. Arnold content warning, self unaliving, committed suicide by hanging herself in the barn at age ninety three in seventeen ninety seven. Holy shit. How did a ninety-three-year-old hang themselves?
0: That's my real question. Yeah, yeah, but I, um, yeah, I don't know. If she That's knows how a to tie a knot. Sus. I guess a little sus, just a little sus, just a little bit though.
1: It's all a little sus, just... and also if she wanted to be, you know, in charge of the house forever and ever. Why would she kill herself?
0: Maybe that was her way of thinking. Like, I will forever be connected to this house Maybe. if I leave my spirit here. I guess I don't know. I don't know that that, but again that's all that's all speculation at that point right <laughs> like we're just assuming that yeah, yeah. you know she couldn't do it
1: maybe she could have maybe right i don't know i wasn't there
0: right yeah i mean we hung out a few times but that was pretty much it
1: <laughs> i did not hang out with anybody no ghosts oh yeah well got
0: it you know, I, I mean i texted you but you never responded i'm you not coming out. over sorry you, you left me on red. yeah that was very rude of you mm, i don't care <laughs>
1: I'm the kind of bitch that leaves on red receipts and is like, you saw that I read it and? And what? <laughs> what are you going to
0: do? I just wanted you over for some ice cream. Mm, that was and that. ghosts. No. Oh. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Sure. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Sorry about that. Should have maybe warned you. hmm mm.
1: So according to Andrea Perrin, no exorcisms were done like in the movie. And Lorraine Warren, the famous paranormal medium, said they would never do one as a priest should. as a priest should be the one to perform an exorcism. However, they both say they did a seance to communicate with whatever spirits may be there in the house, and Andrea claims she secretly watched it. She said she saw her mother speaking a language, quote, not of this world, and that her, quote, chair floated above the ground and she got thrown across the room. According to Andrea, she almost passed out in fear of watching this happen. Mm-hmm.
0: That that would be. Yeah. I know that would be very scary.
1: Andrea and the other parents reported that something would grab at you when you were down in the basement, which they avoided because it felt so spooky down there. Mm-hmm. And they reported the smell of rotten wafting out of nowhere many times. That's
0: fucking gross.
1: And they often heard whispering in the house. No.
0: Yeah. Absolutely not.
1: The parents also said that the spirit of a little boy interacted with the youngest girls when they were there. And they said his name was Oliver Richardson. At the time, the parents believed the original owners of the house to be the Arnold's because of the house's name. But later found out that the Richardsons built it. They didn't live
0: there that long. Hmm. That's wonderful.
1: (laughs) The parents lived there from 1970 to 1973 before calling anyone to help. So three years before they even thought about getting help. (laughs) And that's where Ed and Lorraine Warren come in.
0: High electric bill. <laughs> Don't bother to ask questions. Voices. Voices. Some ghost Sp-
1: child talking to my kids.
0: A spooky ghost child.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Smell of rotten. Oh, smell of rotten. But uh, demon. And we would fucking wait three years to fucking. They do waited about three years. God damn it. Okay. This is why we can't have nice <laughs> things, people. This is why. So
1: when Ed and Lorraine Warren came in, mm-hmm. they were not invited. Yeah, I didn't know that. Wait, so,
0: wait, 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 wait.
1: What? Yeah, they when they called for help, they didn't call Ed and Lorraine Warren. They called other people. Like, they were, like, looking around for help. And then I guess Ed and Lorraine Warren might have heard about them. Uh-huh. And they just showed up. Okay. Yeah, it says they showed up the day before Halloween and asked if they could investigate their house because they'd heard about it. Ed and Lorraine often did this. Because the family was in a position they had never been in before, and it was tough, they approached Carolyn. Keep in mind, it was the '70s, and she invited them to listen to what they ha- like. She invited them in to listen to what they had to say. Mm-hmm. So, like in the '70s, if someone came to your door and is like, "I just want to help you," you might be polite and invite them in for like lemonade and sit and talk to them. And she was like in a desperate place for help at this point after three years, so she was kind of like, well, "What could it hurt to just talk to these people?" Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. <laughs> There has been much speculation and some proof that Ed and Lorraine would lie and use tricks to gain money or attention from people regarding their paranormal investigations. But there are some unexplainable things they've encountered, and this case with the Perrin family is probably one of those investigations that falls under that unexplained umbrella. As Mm. wrong as Andrea Perrin thinks Lorraine was, and regardless of the reckless behavior Lorraine and Ed exhibited, there are still facts that remain about what happened to the Perrin family while they lived in the house. I'm going to tell you about those now. Okay. Fun fact first. There are small stone walls built on the property, which are common for colonial times, to indicate where a house space is and the rest of the property continues. A scan of those walls indicated more than one something unknown about as large as human bodies.
0: hmm <laughs> This is wonderful. Thank you for inviting me over. You're welcome. The lemonade is wonderful.
1: <laughs> so to this day, people experience things in the Arnold Estate. Mm. Alex Aronson from HuffPost stayed at the house overnight to do an investigation with his boyfriend. While there, he used dowsing rods and contacted the spirit of what said it was a little boy. Okay. He wasn't able to communicate, like, very much with him, and he said he never felt scared of it. So that's good. Okay. Could have been a little boy. All okay. Right? Next, he went down to the basement and immediately his phone battery started to drain. Cool. If you've ever been around like paranormal investigating before, that's usually a sign that a spirit is like using the energy from your battery or your electronic device to channel themselves in some physical way.
0: That or you have a very terrible Samsung phone <laughs> and we've told you time and time again that Android phones suck. Get a new one. Can you just please go to an <laughs> iPhone like the rest of us humans? Yeah, we're iPhone um, advocates. You know, <laughs> just saying that'll spare your battery
1: (laughs) oh and did i mention alex was uh using that phone as his only source of light that's just (laughs) wonderful yeah perfect he said he felt that something else was there with him but he stayed and in the silence waiting to see what would happen he suddenly felt a tug at the bottom of his shirt he whipped around but nobody was there. No. Nope. And that's when he ran. Cool. Yeah, he ran back up those motherfucking stairs. Yeah. He said, fuck that basement. Mm-mm. <laughs> Mm-mm.
0: I don't care what's there. I know there's pickle, like, jars there and shit, but I don't want them. Supposedly, it's pretty empty. I've seen pictures of it. There's not much in there. No point in going there. No point. <laughs> there's just, like, a chair sitting there in the that's middle. That's great. Yeah. You know, just random chair. <laughs> no, no one would suspect a thing. I promise.
1: Another fun fact for you. The owners keep a replica of Annabelle in a case on site. A replica. It's not really her. They just want to scare the shit out of you.
0: Fuck you, man. <laughs> like, wh- why? Why? I don't know. Why? It's like spooky enough. Random chair in the middle of the basement. No big deal. Fine. You
1: know. Yeah, I think it's spooky enough. They don't need to do all that. That's some bullshit. Yeah. That's bullshit. <laughs> so props to Alex and his boyfriend. Um, from HuffPo. Shit. They stayed in the house overnight. Wow. Yeah. They went to bed in the room that once belonged to the youngest parent daughter, April, who claimed that something whispered to her in the night that bodies were buried in the walls. No. Remember that fun fact I told you about? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nope. (laughs) As Alex tried to sleep and his boyfriend drifted off, he heard a whisper in the hallway right outside their room. You need to stop that right now. Then suddenly he heard multiple whispers. Nope. See? No, they were coming from just behind the rocking chair inside the room. Why do
0: you have to look at me like that? <laughs> you know I don't like this already.
1: I'm just, I'm just telling you what happened. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I'm sure someone or something was having a conversation just within earshot. Nope. And then Shh. Alex felt a tap on his foot. <laughs> He then heard a child's playful scream from somewhere else in the house. Nope. After the activity died down, he eventually went to sleep. That's the extent of everything that he felt, and he admits he could chalk it up to an active imagination, but he feels that something was really there with him. So. See, you know. Imagine just in the night, like. No, uh, why?
0: (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to play footsies with anybody
1: <laughs> i just booped manny on the foot so he would get the feeling no see th-
0: that, that's <laughs> the thing right like you're you're doing so wonderful at describing this whole situation I'm just saying it's an ins- amazing joke amazing work by the way. Thanks. amazing work i just no, you know keep your feet in the covers at night i do <laughs> and that's why i sweat so much the ghosts can still boop you through the covers they and- can leave me the fuck alone <laughs> okay my body my choice you do not touch me thank you
1: i'm gonna leave you with my last fun fact Hmm. in june of 2022 andrea perrin stated in an interview that she did a spirit session in the house and that one of the spirits identified herself as abigail arnold and said quote we miss your family i don't know if that's creepy or like sad like maybe they really liked their company
0: it's i'm gonna go with both <laughs> both can be true at the same time
1: that's so upsetting yeah. imagine okay no i don't i kind of don't want to hear that from a
0: ghost oh 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 oh, oh. you're you're you, you want to pretend boop but then we yeah. come to this scenario you're like nope yeah don't want to be friends with ghosties no thank you
1: yeah that's what i said whatever <laughs> i get to pick and choose Oof. my body might chill in <laughs> <laughs> damn it <laughs> so i'm gonna give my sources before i stop and you know, <laughs> um, theconjuringhouse.com, travelchannel.com, huffpost.com, usatoday.com, historyversushollywood.com, and freesat.co.uk. That was about um, a documentary made about them. Cool. Yeah, I didn't have time to read her book, um, but I did buy it Ooh. on Kindle, so I own it. Started, nice. I started reading
0: it. Oh, Nice. I'm curious to see what she's got to say. Yeah, I want to know what she has to say, too. I mean, like... Aside from the boops, obviously. (laughs) I think what's probably the... the, the, I know I talk shit about, like, okay, why didn't you ask any questions? Why were you there for three years before you finally did something? Blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. Right? Because, I mean, Lord knows what the hell I would do in a situation. Right? But... but What's gross is the bodies and the walls of the house.
1: Yeah, I want to know why, during colonial times, they built those little walls and they have something that looks like bodies in them. Nope. Like, why didn't they do that?
0: Uh, no, thanks. Like, um, did the original, what was it, Richardson family?
1: Did yeah. they fucking kill people?
0: Like, were they not able to afford the burial plots? Like, what, What's going on here? I
1: like, mean, back then, you could just bury someone in your backyard. But that's what I'm saying. Like, they had
0: it. plenty of fucking space. Plenty of space. They had plenty of
1: space. And like beyond those, so there's like, it's like a big backyard and the, the little low stone walls. And then just beyond that is a forest. So.
0: You have forest. <laughs> you have all that to work with. Mm-hmm. Why, why, why the walls? Why? God knows. Why? No. No, thank you.
1: And that was the Conjuring House. Yay. <clears throat> I would love to visit. Just saying.
0: Uh, no, thanks. <laughs> you go ahead. Ow. You let me not hug us. Not alone. Oh. That's sad. That's actually very scary.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i like, no,
0: no, Mm-mm. no. So, interesting thing. Mm-hmm. We talk about, you know, like when we'll eventually s- uh, synchronize and stuff like that. Mm,
1: synchronicities.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, my topic for today is, is also, also a sad one. <laughs> Wouldn't you know it? <laughs> Uh, no, and not the country house, thankfully. Um because I'm too, too chicken shit to even read it. So it's Aha. fine. But um yeah. It's something sad nonetheless. Okay. So um before I even start and mention anything at all, I will warn everybody listening that trigger warning it is talking a lot about uh suicide. Okay. Uh, you know, death by suicide. So that's so. a big trigger warning for this whole episode. <clears throat> yes. Absolutely. Giving you all a heads up on that. Okay? Got it. So if you cannot listen do not blame you whatsoever. Your uh, emotional mental well-being is far more important than simply the things that we talk about today. Yeah. Got it?
1: But I can't escape. I'm stuck here.
0: Yeah. I mean, <laughs> same. Same. Um,
1: I'm okay. I'm okay.
0: So anyway, are we ready? I think. Okay, cool. <laughs> Let's talk about the Colorado Street Bridge in Pasadena.
1: Oh, Suicide Bridge? Oh my Mm -hmm. god, okay.
0: My sources are the National Park Service's website, Mm -hmm. talking about the Colorado Street Bridge. Wikipedia. Obviously. Uh, The uh, Legends of America website, Suicide Bridge, Colorado Street Bridge. Mm -hmm. K-E-L-B-F-M Dot com, yeah, a radio station. Okay. Uh, this Colorado Bridge is one of the most haunted places in California, because mm-hmm. the radio station is in Cal- in Colorado. So yeah, and uh, CBS News.
1: Okay. Online. So. Um, fun fact: my girlfriend once organized a spooky tour of Pasadena for me, and that was on the tour. And we drove down it, and they have, like, fences yeah, 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 up yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. when I was younger, there were no fences.
0: No, 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 yeah. no. Um, that has been a more recent addition. Yeah. Um, yes. But here's the thing, right? Um, those of us that have grown up here in Southern California, especially, mm-hmm. like, Gabriel Valley, around that area right there, have seen this bridge driven by it many a times. Mm-hmm. I got to tell you, it is an extremely beautiful Location. Oh, it's so beautiful. It's such a beautiful architecture. Mm-hmm. The 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 area itself as well too is eerily yeah. serene.
1: It's like there's a lot of greenery, and you yeah. have to turn on it from the street, and you're suddenly on this huge, heavy built architecture bridge, like early 1900s, I would say.
0: Yeah, yeah, and I'll give you some. I'll give you guys some background uh-huh. in a minute about it. Is it.
1: so beautiful, and it has these big um ornate lamps that have these big bulbs they're like as big as basketballs
0: yeah 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 it's 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 beautiful it's amazing absolutely beautiful every time that we've driven by it uh past the freeway you know everything like that like especially at night Mm -hmm. it's got such an eerie look to it at night especially you know there's
1: something about it that is like alluring mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and i as a person who has uh in the past struggled with suicidal thoughts I don't think I ever would have been able to stand there and not give over to impulsive
0: things. Yeah, I agree. So I agree. And, just and the
1: f- the vibe you get there, just it, to show you, it, it's
0: yeah, it, it's. I I think any of you, if you have the chance to simply drive by it, mm-hmm. um, it doesn't have to be at night. It can be in the daytime as well. We too. went in the daytime. Yeah. Um, but it you, it still has this look to it. I mean, mm-hmm. even with the tall fences that they've erected on there. Yeah. You, you know, can see everybody's. it from the freeway, too. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, like Sarah kind of alluded to, uh, the name of it is also known as Suicide Bridge. Mm-hmm. But also the Colorado Street Arroyo Seco Bridge. Mm-hmm. Technicalities. You know. <laughs> um, like I mentioned earlier, it is based out in Pasadena, California. So, not too far from where we live. Yeah. Um. So, if we're ever venturing out to LA, you know, basically on the 210 Freeway. Um, yeah. It's like LA adjacent. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, we did describe it a little bit, you know, kind of mentioning to you guys the beautiful architecture, the arches that are underneath the bridge as well, too. Just a very, very beautiful bridge, like I said. Yeah. The bridge is 150 feet above what is known as the Arroyo Seco. Mm-hmm. So, it's not too, too high up either. But No, still, it's not that high. But still, yeah. you know. um. And there's like a, I believe a dried-up stream underneath, there. Yeah, there so underneath. Yeah, there used to be water. Yeah, I don't think there's been water there for a minute. No, I think it's been a while. <laughs> it's thirty-eight feet wide and only holds two lanes too, so mm-hmm. it's a very, very antiquated bridge yeah. at this point. You it's know? not
1: narrow, but it's not. It doesn't have multiple lanes.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And like you know, Sarah mentioned earlier, the light posts, very beautiful light posts, like very, very beautiful. Um, and the arches underneath there. But obviously, I'm not talking about this just to simply admire the bridge, right? (laughs) That's not the point of why I'm talking about it today. So I figure we can dive a little bit deeper into the history of the bridge itself. Because, you know, I have to put my history degree to some use. You know what I mean? I may not use it as much anymore, but here it is.
1: I like to hear it. In
0: all its glory. (laughs) Historical significance. Um, The bridge runs along the iconic Route 66. Mm -hmm. I didn't know that. I was like, oh, it's part of Route 66. Interesting, kind of cool. Yeah. One day I would like to do that when I retire, you know, just yeah. travel the whole length because that goes, I think up to Chicago,
1: I think I think so, maybe more, I don't know, but I, it goes across the whole country, basically. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah, I would say like at least like six different states, I think. Yeah. we've so. done
1: some like 66 spooky tour stuff too, and it's on there. Too. That's pretty cool, yeah, okay, okay.
0: when construction of the bridge was completed in 1913, it was considered to be the highest concrete bridge in the world. Oh yeah, so there's some historical significance for you right there, but then again, 1913. Yeah, go figure. At the time, yeah, yeah, yeah. The bridge was built in 18 months and was a major connection for people that wanted to travel from Pasadena to LA.
1: That's so fast.
0: Yeah, 18 months.
1: We can't even do that now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the 10 freeway has been in construction for 10 since years, <laughs> for longer than that. <laughs> <laughs> Amy came out here from Arizona, and it was barely getting started. 18 <laughs> so years like, ago. Jesus. Eventually, yeah. Eventually, yeah. It'll get done. Uh, it remained part of Route 66 until 1940, when the current Arroyo Seco Highway, which is now the 134 Freeway, mm-hmm. was completed. Wow, it's been around since
1: 1940.
0: Yeah, crazy. The the that the 134, not the bridges. Yes,
1: the 134.
0: Um, it was classified as a historical landmark by the National Register of Historical Places in 1981. It was also falling apart during that time too and was like desperate need of repairs like a, apparently there was like chunks of concrete that were falling off the bridge and shit that's yeah. how bad it was uh, after the Loma Prieta earthquake of 1989 it was damaged so much that they had to close the bridge down to completely oh, I
1: didn't know that you know uh,
0: refurbish everything and they were able to reopen it in 1993 wow so it was closed for quite a few years
1: like in our lifetime it was closed I didn't know that yeah yeah
0: I know I know interesting uh so, aside from this being, you know, requested by a coworker of mine, mm-hmm. um, there is a reason why. Because you and I know it as Suicide Bridge. Suicide Bridge, bridge yeah. You know, and it, it, it is a very, overall, it is a very heartbreaking reputation that it's, oh, yeah. that it's had. And it's had it for quite a long time. Mm-hmm. Six years after the opening of the bridge itself was reported uh, was the first reported death by suicide there six years Mm -hmm. after what year was that so that would be 1919 wow yeah yeah uh it was reported that a person jumped from the bridge there oh my god yeah not surprising there was a major uptick in deaths by suicide at the bridge during the great depression yeah that makes sense in fact a third of the of the deaths reported on the bridge come during that time too Okay. So, uh, it, it seems like it, I mean obviously they kept happening after the fact, but yeah, well, that's kind of where it got there. its name then. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was already being uh considered as such around 1932. It, okay. it was known as Suicide Bridge by then. All right. So no mystery there. We can pretty much figure out why. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's estimated that around 150 people have uh leapt to their deaths off the bridge. Holy shit! Yeah there's some reports that a construction worker fell into the cement while construction of the bridge was happening and died there. So, Oh my God. Uh, so I guess what ended up happening was they were reporting that the guy was because, I mean, you've seen the slopes there. It's, yes. it's very steep there. Yeah. Um, He slipped, lost his footing, fell into the cement. Oh my God. Kind of similar to uh, uh, like, I forget one that we mentioned a couple of episodes ago, mm. uh, a, a bridge, I think in Indiana, I think it was from correctly where the same thing happened. The guy fell into the cement Everyone's like, "Oh well, we're gonna keep working." Oh yeah, and they kept working. The same same thing with this poor guy.
1: Oh my god!
0: It's like, what is it with people? Just kind of being like, eh, "It's fine." It'll, it'll reinforce the the because construction. America thinks that workers are disposable, and that's not fucking true. Good old capitalism. Ugh, gotta love it. <laughs> but let's start focusing a little bit more on the spooky side of things. Okay. At this point, because you know, that's already sad enough as it is. <laughs> let's move on. Um. So there's a story of a woman and a child at the bridge.
1: Okay. And we're not talking about La Llorona. Okay. Thank God.
0: All right. We Very, already, t- we already talked about there her. there was water nearby. We already talked about her. Go listen to the Halloween special. <laughs> we already covered her. Don't need to talk about her right now.
1: Ooh.
0: Calmate. <laughs> ya. Basta. Mijo. <laughs> you know, you're so lucky it's daytime. I'll For like now. I'd be like, you're going you're gonna to escort me home.
1: No. <laughs> you're going to drive home by yourself scared. <laughs>
0: be like lock the door no one near me good
1: thing you don't have to pass by the bridge on your way home (laughs) thank god yeah we live further out
0: than that yeah thank thank god um but the story goes that one night a mother took her child over to the bridge ready to end her life unfortunately
1: with her child yes no stop it
0: so what did she do did she
1: throw her kid over Oh, my God. She
0: first threw the baby over the bridge.
1: Why do people kill their kids? It bothers me so much. Before just leave she, the kid. Yeah.
0: Before she ended up jumping off herself.
1: No, I would have left that kid at home called CPS
0: and just went and cut myself Then, When done. I read that. That was it. When I read that, I was like.
1: There were so many options. You didn't have to do that. Leave the fucking child alone. Go leave it at the fire station if you want. Even if it's not a baby. Someone will help that kid.
0: We went on something trippy, though. The baby survived. <gasps> Shut
1: the fuck up <laughs> yes. You're lying No
0: So How old was the kid? Uh, a baby Like maybe baby. like about a year old Oh my she was, god She was a year old Yeah and, and 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 here's the crazy thing right Is that At first when I was reading some of the stuff I was like oh you know like mm, Kind of folklore But then I guess reports came out to be valid Because law enforcement came out to retrieve the child mm-hmm. What ended up happening was mom threw the baby mm-hmm. uh, Baby actually landed in a tree <gasps> What are the, odds? The, the the tree caught the baby what are the odds so that's how they were able to verify the story because law enforcement came out to retrieve the baby from the tree got it okay Pastor her bys I guess heard the baby crying and you know okay. worried about the retriever. unfortunately mom did not make it okay. fell fell all the way through and uh she passed you yeah. know so regarding the spooky part right because that's already heartbreaking as it is. It's reported that there are a number of instances in which people have seen spirits wandering on the, at the bridge itself, so mm-hmm. or at the bottom of the arroyo. Now, imagine if you're walking around on the bottom of the arroyo because you can walk around oh, yeah, there yeah. as well too. It's and, like a nature preserve. Yeah, and you happen to see something. No, mm-hmm. no, 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 anyway, no, 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 no. Uh, there are even some reports of of people hearing crying coming from the bottom.
1: No, like a uh, adult or a baby
0: adult. Okay. Because okay. remember, the babies arrived. I know. Baby but made it. I don't know about any more babies that are there. Well, right, right, right. right. <laughs> and, and as far as I know, there hasn't been any reported of other babies
1: Thank God. Being okay. That's
0: the only one that's been the more...
1: That's traumatizing.
0: Yeah. That one in itself is enough. <laughs> don't need any more. Thank you. Just leave that one alone. Okay. There are other reports of seeing a woman in a long, flowing robe jumping off the bridge. Specifically, where the pillars are at, where the light posts are. hmm Like, they would see her standing on top of there. And jumping off, there's something so unnerving, so unnerving. Of especially when they talk about a long flowing gown. Yes, like what the fuck? Like what's going
1: on? A woman in white,
0: as usual, per usual. Yeah, per
1: usual. But if you saw that now, that's even more scary because you know with certainty it's a ghost because they have a fence that goes all the way up to the light for that purpose, so you don't stand. Next to the light and right? The, you don't you don't to, have access to the edge. At yeah, this point. you'd have to climb up beyond the lamp bulbs, and the fence is not climbable. It just has slits, like yeah, slates. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Vertical. I've ones, seen so. it. Which, interestingly enough, it doesn't affect the visual of the bridge itself.
1: Oh yeah, no, it's still yeah. Something about putting that in didn't change anything about it. Was interesting how eerie it feels. I, and it's if you still wanted to climb weird. up there, you probably could,
0: but. You really would have to go out of your way to do it yeah. at that point. and yeah. and then you'd have to
1: climb on the top and then the fence and then go over. and just so everyone knows killing yourself via falling is not as easy as it sounds. Um, many people survive. Mm-hmm. Um, you'll live a horrible life if you survive usually because it'll change the way you navigate life forever mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And yeah uh, you'll kind of have to live with the fact that you try to kill yourself after that, that part. So it's not fucking great. No, um don't do that. Do not recommend. Don't recommend. Zero out of time. I don't recommend any way to kill yourself, but no. that's a really bad one. Yep,
0: yeah, that's for sure. There are other instances where you see men with wire-rimmed glasses being spotted walking on the bridge.
1: Like old-timey? Yeah. Oh.
0: I mean, I'm thinking probably those damn hipsters.
1: <laughs> it's just hipsters.
0: Fucking hipsters. They're just
1: like, this is a pretty bridge. <laughs> and they're like, wow. Wow. This is pretty cool. Take my picture. Cool.
0: <laughs> this is like totally Instagram-worthy. <laughs> Oh, let me find the right filter. Do it for the gram. <laughs> the things we do for the gram, I swear. <laughs> so why? I mean, obviously, you know, death by suicide very, very tragic thing, of course. But mm. people always tend to ask themselves, why that location? Yeah. Why that spot? You know, and there can be a number of reasons why, obviously, of course. And I'm not here to speculate. I'm only here to give you something spooky behind it. <laughs> there is some, apparently a legend that exists out there. We're coming back to our friend who happened to unfortunately meet his demise constructing the bridge. Oh, that he apparently tries to lure you <gasps> into doing it. Siren. <laughs> That's he, rude. He makes it an effort to try and lure you, like to call you over or to kind of make it seem like he's there or whatever the case is. But they, there's there's a lot of belief that there's that he's that his spirit is there to try to.
1: Why would he do that? He knows how bad it is to fall.
0: Paul, very very upset about it, and and to be fair, would you blame him? I mean, I mean, but know. it was an
1: accident, supposedly.
0: Yeah. Mm. That's mm? so rude. Mm? <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay, <laughs> an accident. Okay,
0: yeah. So we're not going to leave it so heavy. So we're going to have a little little bit of fun ending to it. At okay, this point. okay. So the the Pasadena Heritage Group mm-hmm. hosts an annual summer festival on the bridge. Mm-hmm. So they close off vehicle access to the bridge, and everyone gets just to hang out there and eat and drink and hang out. I didn't and just know they kinda... do that. yeah. Every nice. every year around the summertime they do that. So I'm gonna keep my eyes open for that.
1: Yeah, I want to go. That, that might kinda... change my perception of the bridge a little. Yeah, yeah.
0: I think if we add a little bit of a positive, you know, visual to it that way, that might make it a little less eerie. Yeah, or more eerie. I don't know. <laughs> we'll see. Um, I mean, but I think that'd be pretty cool to kind of really admire. The structure itself, right? Cuz it mm-hmm. like I said it is very beautiful It's a beautiful concrete bridge, mm-hmm. you know. And it's also featured in shows and videos. Mhm. Mm-hmm. It's come out in an episode of Full House, uh-huh. Fear Factor, The Amazing Race. Apparently mm-hmm. Lana Del-, Del Rey did a, a music video, video yeah. there. And it came out in La La Land too, the movie La La Land.
1: Uh, I think I've heard that, yeah.
0: Yeah, I was like, "Oh. I mean, it's beautiful enough to pull it off, but, you yeah. know. So, yeah, go pay it a visit. Uh, apparently, there is a uh, cul-de-sac on the other side of the bridge that you can kind of park there. It's mm, like neighborhood. Yeah, it's a par- it's, it's public parking there. Mm-hmm. And then you can walk your way up across the bridge and everything like that, too. There's also a yeah. walkway underneath with a set of stairs that leads you up to the bridge itself. So Yeah, like the
1: know. bridge has a walkway, if I'm not mistaken. It has like a sidewalk.
0: Yeah, 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 on the sides. So like like enough for you to be able to walk through and then just space for one car, like two cars going the opposite direction. Yes. Much, so. But Yes, that is uh, the uh, Suicide Bridge or the Colorado Street Bridge bum, bum, bum. in Pasadena. Um, if you're in Pasadena, go check it out.
1: It's it, very cool.
0: It is very cool. Yeah. Very cool.
1: I hope it gets more of a fun summertime reputation. I would like that. I would like that, too.
0: I would like that very much. Yeah, it's a, But yeah, it, it is... Uh, what's interesting about it is that even before i remember hearing of it being known as suicide bridge Mm -hmm. whenever we drive by it it always just felt different
1: yeah like Like, it it has like an old-timey eerie feeling like it is haunted uh uh-huh and then when you when everyone's like oh that's suicide bridge you're like oh that's not good like oh
0: (laughs) shit you know like (laughs) confirmed (laughs) no like honestly like very eerie very heavy yes feel to it um yeah. it was it was interesting like i remember i remember hearing about uh, like seeing him when i was a kid like i said mm-hmm. and then hearing about it later and mm-hmm. and, and like the stories behind it and i was like well that would explain a lot yeah that would explain why it feels the way that it feels then you know so it's very very creepy yeah cool though very creepy very cool yes all right so there you go thank you that was a good one yeah
1: yeah a
0: local i know i was like <sighs> that would be kind of fun one very close to us, too. So.
1: isn't it weird that we grew up with something called Suicide Bridge? And I was like, That's so creepy. <laughs> what are you gonna We're do? Like, no, that's what it is. That's what it is. Like, I never is. even knew
0: the real name of the bridge. Yeah. I didn't know either until I started doing the research.
1: <laughs> yeah. I think I found out like a couple of years ago. I was like, Oh, what's that bridge called? And someone's like, Oh, it's called Colorado Bridge. And I'm like,
0: Yeah. It I did <laughs> I, I, um, when I was doing this the research for it, I typed in Suicide Bridge in Pasadena. Mm-hmm. And then that's, when it came i was like wow that was yeah. very very uh, <laughs> ignorant on my part you know, like, I never bo- yeah i never bothered i'm all, it has a name I was like you know that bridge <laughs> you know that creepy one by the 134 yeah
1: you know um oh and the lights still light up so the I night when know. you drive by it from the 134 you're like spooky it really is
0: maybe we should go explore it one night
1: yeah we should it's nice
0: <laughs> i feel scared now. coming soon <laughs> i'm totally down for that all right all right yeah i think that's all we have for you today right now with this episode yeah because we're going full throttle marathon at this point baby <laughs>
1: any anyway, recommendations before we take off um hmm very good question gummy bears
0: <laughs> oh i already said my gummy bears so yeah one. we're
1: eating gummy bears yeah, 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 yeah and having
0: soda like children yay tea you know, just bring this back to when we were younger. <laughs> um, recommendations? None that I can think of at the very moment. Um, um
1: I watched an A twenty four movie called Men. Um, it is a horror thriller. Right up my alley. Sarah. It's fucking terrifying. Really? Um, yeah, I'm not really scared of movies that much. Um, I usually think they're kind of silly, and I enjoy them. But this one had unexpected body horror in it. Um, um, so I wasn't ready for that. okay. I was scared. um, it's a kind of like a parable or like a metaphor for um how women navigate the dangers of men mm. in the world. Mm-hmm. So it's about a woman who is a widow from a, a man she was trying to divorce who um jumped off a roof and she saw him um. Until wow. so she, like, lives with the image of him committing suicide in her sure, mind. Sure, sure, sure. Um, and so she leaves her home in, I think, London. And she goes out to the countryside and she's, like, trying to, you know, get away, heal.
0: Clear her mind, yeah.
1: And um, she keeps running into men who all look very similar doing weird, creepy things. Mm. for, And they're all metaphors for how men treat women.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, that's very jarring. Yeah. That sounds very jarring.
1: Yeah, and the end it includes a lot of body horror. It's very metaphorical. It's very creepy. I won't ruin the end for you. If you want to see it, um, but prepare for a lot of body horror.
0: All right. Did Did you struggle to get through it?
1: Um, it's very good at creating tension. So I think I did struggle a lot. I kind of like paused for a little bit and like you know went to make a sandwich or something because I was like, oh. I need to, like, pull myself out of this. Yeah. And then I went back into it. And the body where I didn't struggle to get through it is disturbing, but I didn't struggle to get through that part. For me, it was more the tension that was created with every step. So, it was very good at creating tension. It was a good movie. I'm
0: going to have to watch it. It's so good. i to have to watch it. You're going to be freaked out. <laughs> at some point, I have to be able to get over this, right? It's like, good. It's I have good. to be able to... Maybe 2024 is the year that I finally get over my yeah. chicken shit Is approach. 2024
1: the year we make Manny watch a scary movie? Maybe. Yeah.
0: Maybe, <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's my uh, movie recommendation.
0: There you have it. Yeah. All right. Then we're good. All right, my people. We love you very much. Uh, you know, take care of yourselves. Yeah. Stop. You know, like fighting each other. Like it's not, not really <laughs> worth it. Like, um, your health is more important. Mm-hmm. Um, this has been a PSA. That 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 sandwich <laughs> is not really worth fighting for. <laughs> Well, it depends, though. It depends on the sandwich. It was a damn good sandwich, though. Oh, my God. Like, you Don't know, like... fight people over sandwiches. That's my advice. Well, I mean, yeah, just don't fight over sandwiches. But, like, <laughs> you know, like, really make a good sandwich. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. You know just throwing that out there. No. <laughs> anyway. As always, stay curious.
1: And stay creepy.
0: Bye. Bye. S M R.